It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I'm Betches co-founder Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Okay, folks, welcome to an all-new episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your Thursday episode. Uh, This is... uh, Today, you're just going to hear one thing. And I think you just need to hear one thing. Because this is worthy of just hearing the one thing. And, of course, the one thing is the one and only Dorinda Medley. 
uh, Real Housewives of New York fame, sure. But she has a book right now called Make It Nice, and I was lucky enough to be able to talk to her for 30 minutes. Uh, that was the time frame, and I think it was just a great conversation. It was just fun. It was so great. I don't know if you guys will like it, but I loved it. And I, I think her um, her book, it was just so nice. I, I can't... It, it was... I talk about this in the interview. It was just like, if, if you guys all missed Dorinda on uh, Real Housewives in New York, read her book. It, it will fill in so many of the blanks, and it made me kind of be like, ah, oh, I'm glad I got to read this. This is this is like watching her in a season of Real Housewives in New York. But like I say in the interview, it's like, um, it's like Batman's uh, origin story. You know, we get Dorinda's origin story of I get to know why Dorinda is the way she is in the, in the best way possible. So I don't know if you can hear it, but my voice is so thrashed from this week. Um, it turns out when I get really excited about a guest and yeah, I get excited about every guest. But yesterday between the, the director of Cocaine Cowboys and Dorinda and two other podcasts that I did, my voice is thrashed, you guys. And my parents are in town. And, um, so I drove all the way to Long Beach, which is just, it's like 40 miles away from where I live, but it took two hours to get here, which is just bizarre. It, it makes me long for the days of COVID when nobody was out on the roads. That's so dark. Um, also, you know, your boy did something wrong, right? Your boy always screws up your boy being me, Ryan. Um, I forgot my microphone. So I usually record on this snowball. It's a snowball mic that I plug into an attachment on my laptop. But I didn't bring that. But I did bring this um, H6 recorder that uh, you can hook up separate mics to it. And you put a digital card in. That's what I used. I record my parents or anybody in person. And I brought that just because I figured I'd get my parents uh, I would record my parents, and luckily I did because I just realized I didn't pack the snowball mic. I don't think this is of interest to you, but I'm just explaining if this sounds any differently. And I'm trying to, because I gotta watch. I gotta watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Still, it is. Uh, it is. What time is it? It's ten twenty-two. My parents just went to bed, and I'm putting this together so I can watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And also, I gotta tell you this really is my life right now. I wish I, uh, there are so many people, ah, this is my life. So I wish there, there are so many people that I'm neglecting that I should not be. And I'm so sorry if, if, if you are one of those people listening, I'm so sorry. Um, but anyways, I, I was going to do a couple different other segments because it was just a 30 minute interview with Dorinda, even though, and I know you guys might've heard her on other podcasts, but I really do think this is a unique interview, or I will always remember it. I hope you find something in it that you like. But I just think Dorinda is so um, likable on the show, and she's very likable in this interview. And I do recommend the book, uh, Make It Nice. I think it's great. I think she's a good person. And, and I bring up this in the interview, but I, I found it very interesting. Like, she talks about housewives in the book, but it's not like this... You know you, those kind of celebrity... Uh, tomes where they just kind of bag on all these celebrities and stuff. She doesn't do that. I found that very interesting because it's such an easy thing to do to kind of get headlines and stuff. And um, 
I, I just want to thank Dorinda. I, I know she won't be listening, but also uh, the people at her book company uh, gallery and and everybody uh, that that helped, uh, including Sandra, get this interview because you know we're still we're still we're still a small operation. So you you can really tell she cares about this book um, in the fact that she is you know, talking with us. And we really got to support people like that. I mean, you know, I want to make sure that we throw our full support around this because she took the time to even give us some time. And that just will always mean the world to me. Okay. I'm blabbing. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do for a microphone for tomorrow because I have a couple interviews during the day. And uh, so that's it. So by the way, this is, this will be the shortest episode I ever do. But also, that's okay. I'm kind of happy with that because I think Dorinda deserves to just have it be all things Dorinda, right? And I got to watch Beverly Hills because you guys, Friday is right around the corner and we got to, you've got a big show to do with me, Erica Jane. (laughs) My mom said, are you going to be, because we're on the top floor of this thing by the beach in Long Beach. She's like, are you going to be making a lot of noise during your recording? And I was like, yeah, mom, I am. You're the one that asked me to come here. And uh, she's like, well, there are people that live downstairs. And I was like, you should have told me that before I drove two hours to see you guys. Someday I will write a novel about this past year and a half of my life with my family. Or it'll be turned into some kind of HBO series a la... The White Lotus. Anyways, you guys, um, you know her, you love her from the book, Make It Nice, and of course the show Real Housewives of New York. Oh, and also, remember, I told you guys this yesterday, but I'm reminding you, there are things that I was not allowed to ask. So I am not ignorant to the fact that uh, about Housewives All-Stars or any of the Real Housewives of New York drama, um, but I am a person that plays by the rules. Now, you might have heard interviews where they ask those questions, um, but guess what? They'll probably not be getting other interviews from people down the line. And I am very interested in creating good relationships so I can get people, um, good people for you guys. And I also just think I don't need to get the kind of like dirt and all that stuff. I'm actually interested in the person. And, and I think we got a little bit of that here. But I'll be very curious to hear what you think. So you guys, okay, finally, Dorinda Medley. Or three... You guys, our next guest is one of my favorite women in all of reality television. And after reading her book, she is just now one of my favorite people. Her new book makes it nice, covers it all. Being a daughter, a mother, a wife, a housewife, an aerobics instructor, a decorator, a cashmere sweater seller, a waitress, and someone who strives to make it nice every day. You may know her as Dorinda Sincala, Dorinda Lynch, but we all know her and love her as Dorinda Medley. Dorinda, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, you're here. an introduction. I now well I gotta, you now I gotta live up to all that. No, you don't. You've already this book lives up to all of that. You, I have to tell you, this is a, this is very shameful. I read a lot of these types of books, but I don't read. I audio like I get the audio book. I read yours with my own eyes, and it was like the warmest of blankets. And I wanted to keep. Uh, it was just really beautiful. So thank you. This was just amazing. Well, you know, I wanted it to be like a conversation, like you were sitting in the living room talking to me. So we're at a cocktail party and I sit down with you and they say, tell me about yourself. So I'm like, okay, you got, you got six hours. Let's do it. You know, I I wanted six more. Like that's, it was, it felt like a beginning. I was trying to like, 
we know you from the show, but this goes into it. This feels like uh, like Batman's origin story where I'm like, OK, now I understand who she is more, you know? Well, that's what I exactly wanted, because I think the show you can only learn so much and you're sort of in that moment. But I wanted people to sort of follow the breadcrumbs, you know, connect the dots. So it made sense. It's like, oh, no, now I get it. Now I get why she loves to decorate. Now I get. Yes. Richard was. Now I get that Hannah has a father named Ralph. Now I get that, like, she didn't grow up because people really didn't get it, you know, and there's not at all. I, I mean, I I hate to say that I didn't get it. Like we look at you ladies as sometimes characters and we really, we really grow accustomed to that and catchphrases and all of these things. And the reason why you're there to begin with is because you have this rich, beautiful tapestry that we are able now to actually fill in those blanks. And I got to tell you, it was really exciting. Well, that's nice. I'm so Uh, happy. Well, I'm sorry, you know, you never know how it's going to be received, you know, and I, when I was writing it, my mother said, you know, the great thing about this is you get to review your whole life and, Life is like a quilt. There's some beautiful patches and there's some not so beautiful patches. Some are brighter than others, but collectively, Dorinda Sincala, you have a beautiful quilt. And I was like, all right. And you're, you're, you're providing more for us all. But you said your mom actually said this in the beginning of the book. I love this. She said, uh, your mom once told you that the most beautiful wines in the world are made from the grapes that struggle the most. Those grapes have thicker skin and they might look a little more beat up than the pretty grapes, but inside they have incredibly rich juice. They're perfectly imperfect. And that stayed with me the entire book. I thought that was one of the most beautiful phrases I had read in a long time. Yeah. Because it's true, right? Yeah, it really is true. And it, it it seems like this recurring theme in your life of something that you're like, I like the wrinkles. I like life. I like even in the hardest moments, which we see or we read your struggles. And it's about you picking yourself back up and still appreciating everything around you, you know? Well, and I think that's so important because everybody wants to think that everybody's perfect and what we present is perfect. And people that can kind of like they don't think that you cut and bleed like the rest of us. I mean, I've had my struggle. I've had my, I've had such a beautiful life and so many experiences and met so many great people, but I've definitely had those moments where I, I wake up and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> or even you even admit you're like sometimes afraid when you go to sleep, you know? And I was like, Oh my God, that's all of us. That's all oh. of us. You know, I, I I said to my mom just about two weeks ago before all this happened, and I said, the wolves are coming to visit me at four in the morning. Whenever I wake up at three, four, and I see those wolves coming to the end of my bed, <laughs> like, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> um, you paint this really amazing. It made me think a lot about my family growing up in Kansas. Uh, but you would grew to uh, your what does your mom think of where you've all been in your life so far? Like, I mean, your mom, like you, you used to go to a restaurant, you could only order a certain thing. And then you're you're going to London and seeing piles of shrimp. You're seeing. All, I mean, what does your mom think of your life? I swear to God, the minute I drive over to my parents' house, it's a couple of miles away. It is like the Concord back to youth. I am 16 years old. In fact, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> so I have gates on the place of Blue Star Manor, so you can't access it when I'm away. But of course, I order all the stuff from Amazon or people send me stuff and it goes to my parents' house. So the other day, my dad said, hey, when are you coming over? I said, oh, I'm going to come over in about an hour. So, OK, you got to get over here. Because I have got something to discuss with you. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what? I mean, I'm 56 and I'm like, well, what's wrong? What did I do? <laughs> I drive over. True story. He's in the driveway. He presses the button to the garage and up goes the garage and all these boxes were delivered. He goes, what, what the hell are we doing here? We run in a store. I mean, you don't need all this stuff. <laughs> Mother and I were just talking, like, what the hell's going on here? This is I mean, you're, It takes a small leak to sink a great ship. And I'm thinking, I said, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, I'll return it. And I'm thinking, I bought it. <laughs> it's so funny. No, I I've seen my parents more uh, fortunately during COVID than I have my entire thirty plus years after before that. And it's like we are so bonded, but it, it does bring you back to that space of being a little dude. And then yeah, and then I'm like nervous. Like, did I upset my dad doing something? And did I not do the chores for my mom? And I'm like, I'm a grown man. I literally was like, no. And this is the best. So I was on last week. We have a local paper called the Berkshire Eagle. Very local. I grew up with it. You know, blah blah blah. And it's a little paper. And I was on the inside cover. They had a whole thing. And my father was like, would you believe this, Diane? Look at her. (laughs) I mean, the Berkshire Eagle, everybody in town is talking about you. I said, oh, that's great, Dad. You're so proud. Take two. I got a huge section in the New York Times on Sunday. Yeah, I read it. It was awesome. I I said to call my mother up. I'm like, hey, mom, go get the New York Times. Oh, we don't read that. (laughs) Yes. I said, I... But I'm, I'm in it. Oh, okay, well, go get us a copy and bring it home when you come home. So I'm thinking, okay, so then I just brought it over yesterday. She goes, oh, yeah, that's nice. Anyway, um, how, how are you feeling? You get, are you sleeping? Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> it goes to like 32 people, you know, because my father's the biggest guy at the poker game now, right? Oh, yeah. Her response was, we don't read that. <laughs> answer your question i am just dorinda sincala okay we will get it they got it they're gonna get they're gonna learn on the second book by the second book they're gonna learn how to respect but um uh i thought this was interesting there seemed to be like this element of your life that's almost like a visual vision board where you saw bluestone manor before it was even called bluestone manor and you said wow that's that's my dream home. You saw New York and your mom didn't want you to go to New York. Everybody, you're like, I'm going to live there. You know, you seem to have this thing. And I don't know if we all do deep within, but did you notice that, that you always kind of have this weird, I don't know, like it, it, it seems like well, you always are drawn a bit to of a white witch. You know, I'm known as a bit of a white witch. I, I, it spooks people out. I, I, when I was very little, I used to say to my mother, grandma's on the phone. And then the phone would ring and she'd be like, stop that right now. She's Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even starting that baloney she'd say to me so I've always had a very good intuition and sort of sixth sense and you got to remember this place was you know it's not a big town so this place was a very famous place because my great-grandfather and my grandfather Jordan Magadini were the masons on the house so when we were little you know we didn't I don't know if you did this but remember when it was a big deal to take a drive I mean literally that was an activity <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's take huge. Yeah. Hey, kids, yeah. let's go take a drive. And it ended with an ice cream or ended with a Barbie. There was always an ending point. And we used to always drive by the driveway. And my mother say, but literally, because masonry work is a big thing in our life. So I'm obsessed with any stone work. So my mother and father would take us to every single stone hedge my father did. Every, look at the work done. Because it was really an art form for our family. And this was one of the houses. And I used to say to my father, I'm going to live there one day. And I'm never going to get married. And it's just going to be you, me, and mom. And I'm going to live there. And my father would say, oh, of course you are, my princess. And I'd say, yeah, well, I really am. So, you know, I kind of manifested it. And Richard made it happen. I mean, before we were married, he bought it for yeah. me. No, it was, that was such a beautiful part of the book is that he just wanted you to have this. And it was no, it, it just seemed like this really beautiful gesture. And especially for somebody with your taste and you want to decorate each room. I was actually even interested in the fish room that it got so famous. That was for your, uh, that was for your stepson. You know, like, everybody, believe it or not, I didn't decorate the room for Luann. I actually had a family <laughs> that decorated it for. I mean, people think of this place, I've said this in other views, like it's not real. Like it was a Bravo set. Oh urban legend but it's i'm it's almost like you know when you finally realize cinderella doesn't really live in that disney castle you're sort of so disappointed 
I cannot tell you the number of times I put on my Zoom and I'll be in the living room. People are like, oh my God, are you a Bluestone Manor? I'm like, well, I live here. But it's <laughs> like the Batcave. You're like a superhero. I keep bringing up Batman, but it, it is. It's like it's like that thing where we're like, oh my God, she it really is exist. When it went on Airbnb last week, it caught it broke the internet because there was only like two reservations and it was it just went like and that. I had one last night. So you they did? came last night. Super nice couple. Um, and you know, I I left at like three, they came at like four. And I said this morning, I said to the woman that's running at the concierge. I said, can I come up and surprise them before they leave? <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of parked the car and I, I was like, did you take care of my house last night? You would think the woman saw a ghost. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, um, I thought one of the coolest things about this book is that uh, you didn't like I, you read some of these things and it's a little salacious in the sense that you kind of like attack other like you you treat the housewives so respectfully not I mean just in the show and I love how you explain the show of like kind of sometimes each season you would go into battle or you would learn how to you know you treat it very seriously and you're you're wrapped up in this production but I loved what I loved about it is that you treat it with this kind of respect and there was no bad mouthing of castmates there was no I I loved that part of it well, thanks. Well, you know, I kind of think of it like I used to kind of go into it like an NFL athlete. You know, they go into season and you have yeah. to get the field and bang it out. And then when you get off the field, you pat each other on the ass and you carry on with your life. You know what I mean? But for me, I, I just it was an incredible it's been an incredible platform and it continues to be a great calling card. I use it all the time. <laughs> when people are like, when I call for a reservation or something, I'm like, hi, do you have anything at six, seven o'clock? And they're like, no, I'm like, well, it's during the medley from the real house. Oh yeah, we got something. <laughs> So I use that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that. That's it. I'm gonna be Dorinda Medley from here on out. Um, you know, but it was great though. Is that it seems like all your life? I I know this is gonna sound silly to you because you are you, but I'm like, oh, she's been somebody I would have wanted to like. I was like, oh, the uh the Liz Claiborne stuff with you going and spending your huge bonus check for a round of drinks for everybody. I was like, ah, oh, I wish that was in an episode. I would have loved to have seen that. You know, and that's true. And my I was when I woke up the next morning after that, I was like. Cause you know, it was all fun and well, and I got in the moment of it. And I remember this guy, Tiger, who was in the front of the um, surf club. He's like, you, you can come in VIP for the rest of your life. I'm like, this was so worth it. Right. <laughs> so people, the next morning, I'm like, I can't pay my rent. Like I had a melon bank. Remember melon bank? You're yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah I've, I've read of it. Yes. Melon bank. I had a melon bank credit card. And of course I was like, I'm screwed because I can neither pay my rent or the minimum payment on this melon bank credit card. So I called my dad and he literally sent me a bus ticket. I know. And then you went back. I mean, it taught you an, a, an important lesson. You, you also uh, worked of course at the red line. He never Inn. spoke of it either. My father was like, so when you're going back to waitressing, I was like tomorrow, <laughs> literally. But, <laughs> but you used to do this thing that I found fascinating was that you wanted to work so badly that you would even uh, other waitresses that had children, you would offer to work their shifts and split their t split the tips that you earned with them. No, what I, so you do, could work. I was talking to Sarah about it last night because I stayed at the Red Line Inn and she's the granddaughter to Senator and Mrs. Fitzpatrick. I said, your mom, your, when your mother found it, I'll never forget it because they found out what I would do. It's like at 10 o'clock at night. He's found like a Saturday night. I see all the single mothers. It's so terrible. <laughs> and I'd say, hey, listen, I bet you got a babysitter at home, right? They'd be like, yeah, you know, and if I don't get home by 11, I'm going to have to pay for another hour. Like, oh, I'll pick up your last. We just need to split that tip. And it was 
And one of the waitresses tattled on me and I got called into the office and I was like, okay. So I, I went back and I, that one waitress had tattled. I never offered to do it for her again. And she would beg me. She would say, no, 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 please. I need to go home because I'm like, nope, you tattled on me. We're done. Our deal's done. There's no deal is done anymore. <laughs> Very mafia about this. <laughs> um, I, another great section of the book, and I was t- speaking with my mom about it, was Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers, First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Fly style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? 
The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey folks, you didn't start the podcast all over again. It's just your pal Ryan uh, doing those commercials I was talking to you about. But I'm actually really excited about this next one, especially uh, they are new to the, the, the podcast. And the product is called Osea. And it is, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I talked with these ladies last week. Um, that's how much they care about their company and these skincare products that they actually wanted to, to go on a phone call with me after I had received the products to go over any questions I had, how it made my skin feel. Like they really care. They, they even cared how I felt about the product. So you know they care about what you think of the product. And this stuff, folks, I know I'm a dude. But I had my friend Megan try it out. Uh, I told my mom about it. She's excited to try out when she comes this week. Uh, but I was just telling um, I was telling my mom that I was like, I just don't, my skin is just getting to a point where it kind of seems like kind of dead, like a zombie almost. And then I swear to God, this next week when I got home, these products were there and I started using them and I feel better. I look better. Um, I mean, I, th- I think I look better. I'd have to, it's a podcast, but I, I think you guys can tell I sound better at least. But Osea has been making products that do all of this amazing stuff for the last 25 years. And when it comes to clean beauty, Osea is the pioneer. This stuff is not only good for your skin, but it's also good for the planet and it'll help you get the results that you want. So they have award-winning cleansers, serums, and face moisturizers. And they are known for creating amazing body products like their famous Undaria Algae Body Oil, which they sent me, and it's dope, you guys, which, you know, it is totally perfect because we often forget to take care of our bodies the way we take care of our faces. So even the algae body oil, you can put all over your body, and it is, uh, do I dare say, silky? Uh, it feels luxurious, rich, and the thing is, it's it's um this I didn't know. Like my friend Megan tried it out, and it's it's like not greasy or sticky. She said, and uh, I noticed that it absorbs amazingly into the skin. Skin, so it, it not only moisturizes your skin, which I I'm an idiot, you guys. I thought I seriously thought moisturizers had to just be like white. <laughs> like white cream. I didn't know that this, this amazing algae body oil moisturizes your skin and it leaves my skin looking way healthier. And I dare say I'm glowing right now. So I know what you're thinking, body oil, you know, and if you've used body lotion for years, you might be a little wary of body oils. Um, but I got to tell you, I'm a convert. My friend is a convert. Uh, the Andaria Algae Body Oil has been Victoria Beckham's favorite body oil for years. Oh, come on. Victoria, that's a Spice Girl, you guys. But I think you guys are going to be obsessed with it, too. So it soaks in easily. It isn't greasy. And it has this um, um, it has this really nice citrus smell. And I, I know I had COVID, folks, but I can actually smell this. And uh, it reminded me of when I worked at the this day spa. I don't know if you guys know that, but I worked at a day spa and there was always kind of this citrus smell and, and cucumbers as well. But the citrus smell, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, so I can't even tell you how soft and smooth my fin- skin feels right now. If you guys see me, you're welcome to feel and touch my skin anytime. Uh, but it also, I think it actually has made my skin look a lot healthier. Um, and the body lotion, definitely, it can't do that. 
So Osea's products are clean, vegan, cruelty-free, which is huge, climate neutral, and it's created with sustainably sourced seaweed and made in California. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. And this isn't in the ad, but I did want I, I did want to bring this up is that this company is another company that is entirely uh female founded and run by family. And I think those two things show you exactly why this company is where they're at. I'm telling you, everything this company has done in way of sending me products, getting my feedback, hopping on phone calls, they really, really care about this. And that actually made me really excited to talk about this. So uh, so experience your new favorite clean skincare line with a special discount just for us, you guys. You can get 10% off your first order with promo code SOGOOD. That's S-O-G-O-O-D. It's usually so bad, but I was like, it's got to be so good because this stuff is great. And you're just going to go to O-S-E-A Malibu.com and then put the promo code so good in. So you're also going to get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. So you're going to want it all. Um, I'm actually checking out more stuff because I know my mom and sister wanted to try some stuff. So go to OSEA Malibu.com and use code so good. I think I'm going to put my link in one of my stories tomorrow too. And hopefully we can generate some uh, some business for the, the, this fine company. I actually really am excited for you guys to try this. And uh, thank you for listening to this. We got two more to go. But Osea, that is our new skincare uh, of choice. Better. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. BetterHelp is committed to uh, facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. Because sometimes, you know, the reality is you don't get it right sometimes on the first try. And they are very committed and concerned making sure that they match you with the right person. So it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. So BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So special offer for So Bad It's Good listeners, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. And uh, if it makes you feel any better, this is a service I do use. And um, if you have any questions, please reach out to me. A lot of you guys have shared your mental health uh, journeys with me, as well as I've shared mine with you. And I think this is the kind of place where we're able to kind of communicate that stuff and realize this is very important. And that uh, I was just talking with a really good friend this weekend about this is that unfortunately, we don't just wake up and magically feel good. Unfortunately, we have to do things every day, just like working out, just like building a muscle to make our, our, our brains work, you know, and our emotions in check. We have to do things and we want to give ourselves the best fighting chance at, at a slim slice of happiness we can on this earth. And I love that BetterHelp is committed to doing that with us.
Okay, guys, one more. Thank you for your patience, but I think these are cool products. This one's a little sexy. I know you guys have heard me do this before, so please, uh, one more time with feeling. Uh, today, another sponsor is our favorite company, Dame. We've talked about this on the show before, and I always say, and they always say, that we should seek out what's right for us and not compromise on what's most important in the bedroom. Our relationships should add value to our lives especially in the bedroom. So why don't we think the same way about our sex toys? Now, Dame Products is a woman-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. Now, we got to find a better word for vulva. I mean, I know we're probably not going to do it on the podcast, but, you know, I, I just, I think there could be a better word. So it's founded, this is awesome, by a sex educator and an engineering whiz. Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples like you. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. Their vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love, earning glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and many more. So whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost where it matters, because there's no shame in that, you guys, or on a journey of self-exploration, which once again, no shame in that, we are sure they will earn a spot on your nightstand. So uh, I recommend the uh, the Ava, which is a couple's vibrator giving you clitoral stimulation during penetrative sex. Uh, I'm currently not having sex, but this sounds like something that if I got to that point, I would use. So it's it's flexible wings tuck under your labia for a snug fit. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Really, take that in. You can return something in 60 days. Guaranteed. So go to dameproducts.com forward slash so bad today for 15% off site wide. Again, go to dameproducts.com forward slash so bad today for 15% off site wide. And guys, thank you for listening to those commercials. I know it's a pain and it interrupts the flow. So I appreciate it. I get it, you guys. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that you... The way you speak of motherhood and Hannah is is really so beautiful and and especially just with always being connected to your your daughter. And I asked my mom and she's like, I don't feel like that with you at all. But um, no, but she just said and we always saw your relationship with Hannah on screen. You were able to share a lot of beautiful moments in the book and in TV. Is it almost like having the coolest video scrapbook of moments with you and your daughter? Well, strangely, Hannah was like the, um, you know, the the vetted white tag tiger. She only usually came on one time each season. She would give me one scene a season because, you know, <laughs> Hannah didn't really, she said that she didn't like me on the television, but she's a real academic. She's very, she's very different than me. She's very, um, just much more, uh, per, you know, private. She's very private, yeah. very academic. Doesn't, you know, doesn't like to go out at night. Doesn't like to drink martinis. Doesn't you know I mean, I don't know how God gave me her as my daughter because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she, but she would do it once a, once a year, but she would make an impact. I think the one she did the last season when she said to me, and that was totally organic. I'm more proud of you now than I've ever been in my life. I was like, I knew I could just feel the welling up that it's not, we're having a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. The hamburger joint, the diner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe when she said that, you know, she, uh, so, you know, Hannah's, uh, Hannah's proud of me. She doesn't think of me as a housewife in New York. She thinks of me as mom. In fact, sometimes when we're out and people come, she'll, she'll say to me, can we, can you just be mom today? <laughs> You're going to like, no, I, yeah. I have to, I have to make it nice for everybody. I mean, how much 
uh, this year, year, year and a half, we have all gone through such struggles. And the book starts off with taking a pause from the- on pause. Uh, on pause. That's where it starts. Pause well, is the new kind word. I, I don't know, but I'm going to make a mug and I'm sure it'll do very well. It, by the way, it will do very well. Get that on a t-shirt immediately. It's a D medley. Like that is, yeah, <laughs> make it nice and unfun. Well, it starts off there, but then it starts off with, but it's this kind of thing where, I mean, how uh, crazy was this year and a half for you? I know it was for all of us, but you were there dealing with all of your memories for this book, being on pause. Was What was this it struggle like? It all worked out beautifully because I was put on pause. The world was put on pause. And I was back at, in Great Barrington, sort of not taking care of my parents, but sort of, you know, every family has a chosen person that, you know, I, I was the person here. So I would kind of do the shopping and go hang out with them. And because, you know, the, this COVID was super hard on, on the older people because, they just couldn't get, you know, it was the, it, it was the invisible monster. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just, it was so interesting because I had time to, I started going through all my baby albums and my wedding albums and my yearbooks. And I really got to visit myself. I mean, I was looking at myself playing lacrosse in my yearbooks and I was like a vicious lacrosse player. And I'm like, who is that person? You know, I couldn't just play. I had to play and break my nose twice and like make sure everybody feared me when I got on the field. It wasn't, my mother said to me one day, can't you just play tennis? I mean, that's what rich people do. They play tennis. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, you also have this great, great theme that I think is kind of inspirational and something that we all deal with is that you kind of say a couple of times about like fake it till you make it sometimes, or even when you went to, to school and you're around people that you thought were might be better than you or had a different lifestyle than you. And I just thought that's such an interesting thing that we all kind well, of deal with. You know? I went to Berkshire school. My mother was like, we're done with this you know, public, I was at, I'll never forget. I was listening to Van Halen at the public school. And my mother drove up in that green station wagon. She's like, you got into Berkshire school. You're going, I'm like, I will never leave you people. Remember I was going to, I love you. Stacey. I was there at Berkshire school a year. And I was like, Oh, I don't even know who these people are anymore. I'll never forget it. I was at Berkshire school. And this one girl said to me, Livia, so what are you doing for spring break? I thought, I'm going home. I mean, what do, what do you mean? What am I doing for spring break? Because all of a sudden I realized people went away on spring break. I mean, we never had enough money to go on vacation. I mean, maybe we'd go to Mystic, Connecticut overnight and we'd pack yeah. the station wagon up like there were, you know, we were going to run out. There was not going to be any food anywhere in Mystic, Connecticut, right? And get money for the vending machine. But I was like, well, what do you mean? What am I doing for spring break? Because I was a day student. So the next year when they asked me, what are you doing for spring break? Of course, I'd come up with some huge answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was uh, I grew up in a very like I was a we were a Walmart family, you know, like it was I never got named brands of things. I never got named of cereal. Not. And so it, it felt the, the first time I got something that was named. I felt so guilty. I felt did so... your mother ever try to like sell it as name brand? That was oh, my yeah. mother. Oh, yeah. That it was, was like my the mother's fake... gig. She'd say to me, it's the same. All I wanted one year is a Barbie head. I saw it in the Sears and Roebuck Christmas catalog. I earmarked it. I colored it in. And it was the Barbie head where the hair grew. Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, I got something called Cindy, <laughs> and my mother tried to sell it to me. I was like, it was so terrible because you know. But now I look back at it, and I'm like, now I get it. I mean, I, I talk in the, the the book about the orange juice scenario. Yeah. I didn't know that orange juice tasted yeah. like well, oh my god that's exactly my we did out of concentrate too and i remembered the big thing and you try to get the big thing to fall into the container and then pour the water and then yeah. i was like they they sell this without the big 
just <laughs> lob of orange? I have called for three cans of water. My mother put like 10 because she now we know she said to me when I asked her about that. This is so Diane Sinka. I didn't want your kids to have the sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, well, she she wanted your teeth to be clean. She no cavities. She couldn't. She wanted everything. I thought that was so amazing, and it just really. I was like, oh my god, this feels like home reading this book. Um, uh, so, do you feel the? Um, I watched you on Watch What Happens Live to talk about the book a couple of weeks ago, and I immediately lit up, and I was on, you know, Bravo Instagram and Bravo Twitter and everybody, I mean, do you feel the love? Do you feel how loved you are? Like, it seems like one of those universal things with you. Do you feel that? Yes. And I'm going to tell you something. I made a real conscious decision after I was put on pause after my conversation with Andy in production to never speak of it because I think it's terrible when people, it's terrible for everybody involved when they go on and they just go on this rampage of everything they didn't like about it and take all these interviews and start. I was like, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. want to speak of it. I want to get up tomorrow morning and go back to being Dorinda, you know, and back to Bluestone Manor and start my life. And I just didn't. And it was really interesting. It's such a, a beautiful thing when all these people spoke for me. Like there was like an outrage to the point where they called me up and they're like, you need to make a statement about it. I'm like, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> but the, the amazing thing is, is that, you know, the fans have been really loyal to me. And yeah. you know what was nice about that night on Watch What Happens Live? I was so nervous about going on. Because I'm thinking, Were you really? I was so nervous. And I'm thinking, I was thinking, what am I doing? I'm not that person anymore. I don't even know how to do TV because I've been out of it and I've been writing. I've been up at Blue Stone Manor and I... I just didn't know, you know, are they going to look at me as a loser? Are they going to look at me as like, they're great to see me? You just don't know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to take some the minute because they brought me out five minutes before the show started to wave to the audience. And when I walked out and everybody was like, oh my God, it was like Lazarus yeah. had raised from the yeah. deck. I mean, you, you, know shined, I mean? you shined and you had that smile and it was like, it was like no time had passed. And that's what I love about the people that we truly attach ourselves to uh, that are worth it. That we're just like, ah, uh, you know, it really is just like, it is uh, that we'll follow you anywhere that will, oh. will, you know, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I told, I've been talking about your book. Uh, like, so everybody, iHeartRadio, every so bad it's good. You got to go get this book regardless because it's the continuing adventures of Dorinda plus the prequel of Dorinda. But uh, I just think it is so cool because you are one of the only people in this. I mean, because it's why I don't follow sports, but I would, I imagine this is what sports is like as housewives. It's like, you got your favorite players, you got your not favorite players and it's pretty brutal during the season. But you seem to kind of, magically slide but i think that's just uh more to your character than anything else you know well th thank you i mean i just you know i think I, what i was what was very good that i tried to do when i was filming i was in it and when i wasn't filming i tried to get right back to my life and sort of you know i had i kind of created these other branding ways that married with the housewives but so i wasn't no one i i was hoping that when i left no one just thought of me as only a housewife and i think that this books helps it further oh so it's I'm a so mother and a homemaker and a and a you know i love branding i love you know i'll i'll do any i mean i just came out with this great bluestone man of bourbon i think that's going to do very well and a, and a great candle and i just kind of keep it moving because you can't get stuck in any one thing they all have to be building blocks that marry yeah. each other you know what i mean yeah. And you, I mean, cause you, there's a whole part where, where you were with your first husband and you had to move overseas and you know, you knew no one. There no seems one. A, you had this recurring no phones back then. And my mother, you know, that was sort of the days where you called your mother and you would just yell out, I'm okay. And they'd hang up, hang up the phone because it was like <laughs> it was so $20 expensive. a minute. Remember those days? Well, you got a collect call from 
Dorinda Sincala. I say, I'm okay. And she'd hang up the phone. You know what I mean? So well, you was- got to get a promised ring to go over there because your mom, you were going over there with a man you weren't married to. And exactly right. It was all last minute because back then Lehman Brothers would pick someone and you would you would move that week. So they would just swoop you up and move. And you know, there you are in Hong Kong. You're like, what? And it wasn't even like it was like moving somewhere. I mean, it was Hong Kong. And I mean, Patton was still there. So it was a totally different Hong Kong. But still, I was like, and somehow I was under the impression we're going to move to Hong Kong and like hang out. Ralph and I, Ralph was like, see, I got to go to work for 15 hours a day. I'm like, what? what but i mean you say every six years uh there's like a a major life change you know and then uh, there's that thing where every seven years every cell in our body regenerates or we're like completely different people every seven years but it it does really seem that with you that's another recurring theme of you have these new adventures and this new life and almost kind of these starting over moments where you have to kind of go through something alone calls me the phoenix I mean, and you, so, so many of like these. My phoenix and the rising, I go back and then I come back up and, I got, and my wings are a little stronger and I go back and my wings are a little wider. She said, each time you've come out, the wingspan gets bigger and bigger. But my mother loves me, so she's <laughs> yeah, she, she's fine. Yeah, <laughs> my mom likes every one of my Instagram posts. She has no idea what I'm talking about. No idea. But I see her like, she just likes to spy on me. Um, as we start wrapping up, um, this book is amazing, like I said, but what else? You got the aerobics. I know you got that's going on. You have uh, yeah, the I'm doing it September 7th. Again, people love a good door aerobics class. They all dress up. I play good old fashioned 80s music. We go right back. We go right old school. Um, And then I've got the blue storm and a bourbon. And of course, I'm just did the Airbnb thing and I'm with Nutrisystem and I've got a candle and I'm coming out with a Christmas line we're working on right now. So we're going to keep it moving. We're just going to keep it going until I can't go anymore. Is there, is there any way you, you say you used to like almost even sell your, uh, aerobic aerobics instructor mixes, your, your music, you gotta, you gotta make a mix for all your fans. Like I I want a Dorinda. I was so ruthless about my aerobics mixes that I would say, I'll send you, I'll sell you this aerobics mix to another aerobics teacher. As long as you don't sell it to these aerobic teachers. And (laughs) and I would be like, I would. The cutthroat aerobics industry. Teachers on the Upper East Side. The the cutthroat aerobics. That's another episode I need to see filmed. Um, Wait, what are you listening to right now? And what are you reading right now as we, as we leave? What am I reading? Well, I'm reading nothing because I've been so damn busy and I have to start, to start again. And what I'm listening to is I've been listening to a lot of old Claude Shaw. Okay. You know, Shaw, you know yeah. yeah. great. I've been having that on at night because I just, and I've been listening to a lot of piano music. They have this great, you never believe it. They've got this great station on Spotify called Piano Yoga. Now it sounds so crazy. It is the most amazing radio station to put on in the morning and so soothing and just so like it makes you just think, but it's not so low that you feel like going back to sleep where you feel depressed. You know, it, it yeah. somehow gets to that point where um, so that's what I've been doing. But to tell you the truth, I've done nothing but run around. I I, I said to my mother today when I pulled in the driveway from a lightning to say good morning to them. My mother came out and said, on the road again. <laughs> Cause that's what I'm like. I just feel like my mother, my mother's like, I'm like, well, I was in Tampa on Saturday. No, I'm in New York tomorrow. No, I'm flying down to the, I mean, it's just crazy. But I got to tell you a story. I went down to Tampa to the uh, hard rock casino down there. And it's the largest gaming floor in the U S and I had no idea. And it's so weird because we haven't seen people in COVID. Right. Yeah. 
If I tell you the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people in this casino in Tampa, I literally turned to my friend Mona, who works at Morgan Stanley as my, my person. I said, now, how do I access that money? Like I should <laughs> teach one of these people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, Hey, that's the next, that's the next Phoenix. People, uh, I mean, did you, I had no idea how much people love gambling. Oh, I mean, that's I mean, that's why Vegas was like my friends that when this happened in Vegas, it was like it was like a ghost town or walking through and they had 25 percent capacity. And she was like one of the scariest things I ever saw. It was like a zombie invasion or something, you know, imagine. No, I mean, but we we got through it and we we are getting hopefully on the other side of it. Just like I feel like you had one of the uh, best year and a half just because it made this book and it got you stronger. And I cannot wait for this next chapter. I don't even know if this is true, but hopefully All Star Housewives 2 is true. I, I don't I know we won't talk about that, but I really hope because you are made for TV. You are made for TV. You are made for another book, but you are just such a light. And uh, I, I, I'm sure you get your butt kissed all the time. But what what a what a joy to read this book. And and I was just so happy that you have so big of a life that you didn't. And I love your energy. You have such positive energy. It makes me want to get up and do something else. I got to come up with another. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I hope I'm not. I'm, you're. Like too mom. much coffee. You're Tell like too your much mom coffee. She did a good job. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see her on Wednesday because of course she's coming out to LA because she want her and dad want a vacation. So they rented a like a place in Long Beach on the beach and like, but it's like this kind of dirty Airbnb. Don't tell her it's like, but she's like, we can afford it. And so I'm gonna go. Uh, spend another week. I'm now just the older man that lives with his parents, basically. So it's it's all turned out great for I. It's turned out great for me. No, no, that went <laughs> unhonorable to very honorable now during COVID. Anyone that went yeah. home and lived with their parents, they're like, I'm like the hero. And my my mother, my every time I go to my mother's house, she wants to give me thirty bucks. I'm like, why? Oh, during the, oh my god, I left the I drove from Arizona where they live to back to LA, and she goes, I left you something, and I went, it was twenty bucks, and I was like. Well, rent's taken <laughs> care of for the year. That's uh, that's it for I, rent. Yeah. I literally went to Price Chopper like a week ago for my mother with a, and it's crazy. And then I'll let you go. But what are these crazy? So when I grew up, we weren't allowed to have sugar. Like I, it was just not allowed. Sugar was my, if I, my mother once found a bottle of tab underneath my bed, you would have thought that she, she found heroin. She was like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so my mother was all like organic before organic was hip. Okay. We just, yeah. we saw a devil dog and we would like lose our minds. Okay. At someone else's house. So I, I my mother calls me like a two weeks ago. She goes, Hey, can you run to the store for me? I need you to get some, a couple things for the house for your father. And I said, no problem, mom. What is it? She goes, okay. We'd like some ginger ale. I said, okay. Some Swiss Miss chocolate mix. Um, some graham crackers, some cheese whiz. <laughs> A gallon of friendly vanilla ice cream. What? I, I swear to God. And I said, hey, would you like some vegetables? No, we're not doing that anymore. We're done with that. <laughs> I said, what are you people, gingerbread men? I mean, what's going I said, I said, mom, we never, we weren't allowed to have sugar. Well, yes, for you kids, we're old now. We can eat whatever we want. Okay. So, <laughs> it is <so> true. <laughs> and so I go. So she, 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 I have her credit card, which I have to use as if like, you know, someone's going to steal it and I got to bring the receipt and everything and show and no one took your breath. So I gave her that. She goes, here's 50 bucks. We're doing the run. I said, what are we doing here? We're doing the run. What am I, the mafia? 
Oh, like, oh, teach your mom how to use Uber or Lyft. That's another exciting thing to do. Or teach them how to make a playlist on Spotify. I was like, for, it's one mile away. I will do this every day for 50 <laughs> Wait, um, I'm moving out to the Berkshires. Screw that. I'm taking that job. Um, Dorinda Medley, the book is Make It Nice. I swear to God, if I don't get at least 200 of you guys out there to buy this immediately, I'm going to, because she took the time to be here today. She uh, did not have to do that. So thank you, Dorinda. A true. And the audible's in my voice, if that makes a difference. It does make a difference. I'll probably listen to it again because you got an amazing voice. So Dorinda, I hope you'll come back on sometime again. When I would love it. Happening. But thank you so much for all of this time, Dorinda. And say hi to your mom. Oh my God. Well, how excited. I will. Bye. Okay. Bye. Betches.